This is Xvala, and today we're going to talk about Hassan Piker and Ethan Klein's new show and the fallout possibly from it, Leftovers. And this is my guest, Officer K. Howdy, everyone. We're going to be talking about the implications for some of the two arguably cringiest meme figures taking on politics and how Congress is actually one step ahead of their meme propaganda CIA psyop tricks. Exfall intro now. All right, dude. So this is the left's Chad, Hassan Piker. I guess his the dreamy matchup between the left's Chad, Hassan Piker, and Ethan Klein, I don't know how you would frame Ethan. So, so, so basically, the story of it's like Hassan a match Piker made in heaven, goes, really. Yeah, I mean, like the story of Hassan is actually a lot like uh, Daredevil, or not? I'm sorry, not 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 Daredevil, but um, Deadpool. You know, because he was he was essentially made in a lab because there was this guy named Stephen Crowder who was on what? college campuses. Wait, wait, wait! Just like wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Hassan was made because of Steven Crowder. Yeah, that's my that's my theory is that Hassan, you know, like I, I I've never seen his mom, I've never seen his dad, you know, so implying they don't exist. Maybe I didn't I didn't say it. Somebody else told me. Doesn't his uncle um, kind of look like uh, Peter from Family Guy? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Wait, is wait is Shank Yuger? Hassan's uncle? I think so. Is that true? <laughs> There's a relation, I believe. I don't, even, I, don't even, I don't even care if that's true. That's funny. I don't know. That might be on Reddit. Maybe I just uh, made it up. I don't know. Okay. I mean, like, all, all jokes aside, though, I mean, like, let's get, let's get down Sink to the... But Sink does like, look like Family Guy. Yeah, he, he looks like a, a character in Family Guy. Um, <laughs> he looks like... He looks like, like a caricature of Peter. Uh, but like, so what, what we're dealing with here, here with the leftovers is like essentially what I, what I see is like a broader response to Joe Rogan and like the influence that he's peddled for so long and how that influence for, for Rogan at least has sort of like brought on more moderate types all the way to like, you know, right wing type figures you know like there's a lot of left-wing people that hate that don't like joe rogan i'll say that um you know just just for some of his opinions that he puts out there uh some people you know like recognize his um his fame but they also think that he's like the dumbest brick you know and you know they might 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 be right to think that on some things that he says i don't know i mean Uh, the way he he, the way he uh interacts with his guest i i used to kind of have that same vibe with him is that he plays a dummy um, role, not mm-hmm. as like an, an idiot, but just kind of like uninformed. And you'd think somebody who interviews people all week, every week, you know, some of that would be retained and, and he'd bring something to the table. But I, I kind of have just come to the, the notion that that's just the role he plays as a, as a podcaster is that, you know, he wants to become an empty vessel for these interviews. He's not dumb. Yeah. Yeah, he's like kind of like this like organic, uh, you know, symbiote of like you know like just come on my show and like, you know, just pour out you know and like, you know you'll 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 come away, you know, feeling different. People will have a different look at you, you know, like you know when you go on Joe Rogan sometimes, you know, you come out like a different person. You know, like when Crystal Ball and Sagar and Teji from The Hill went on Joe Rogan, you know, you could say that was like a catalyst for their evolution to eventually leave that show with the corporate, you know, network or publication and go and do their own independent thing, you know, and now they have uh, what's it called? Like breaking points. Uh, so, but with the leftovers, is this going to be, are they going to be like the uh, patriarchal leaders for the TikTok leftists on TikTok, or what, what is that whole thing? What's the meme? So the meme I feel like is that 
Ethan is just like so happy right now that he is not having to deal like basically like Biden put out vaccine mandates to cover up the shit that was left behind by Afghanistan. Ethan's Trisha Paytas fallout mm-hmm. was the was the shit stain that everyone was focusing on for so long. But then he spent, you know, like multi millions of dollars. I don't know like how much it was, like maybe like three million dollars on like this like new studio setup. Invited Hassan. He's probably paying like Hassan like a nice salary to come on because like Hassan still streams like seven days a week. Uh, at least that's what he like claims. And stuff I don't like think, that. So, dude, like, I don't think there's a salary involved. I think it's a partnership. It's probably a partnership. I mean, mm-hmm. like, who knows? Like, I mean, I that 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 that's just what I, what, what I assume because it's like you know. Wouldn't you think because but, you know, they like, both what, bring equal equal amounts to the table? So yeah, yeah, and isn't that kind of the, you know like you don't want to work for the man, <laughs> right? Yeah, like if you're a leftover. So I was actually looking at some of the like PR behind this, mm-hmm. and I think that you did too. But, you know, like, the whole reason for this, I guess, like, Ethan, like, explained that, you know, he he loves politics, as he claims, and uh, he what he appreciates so much about Hassan, in his words, uh, is basically uh, that he made politics, like, popular and cool, I guess, Ethan through did? his Twitch no, like Hassan. Ethan. Ethan says. Ethan says Hassan made politics popular and cool. Well, we're talking about um, leftovers, so it's left politics is what we're talking about. That's what Ethan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did he say left or did he just say politics? He just said politics in general. That doesn't shock me. Yeah, I mean, and like, I think that in some ways it's like I mean they even took a uh, jab, like it, it says in this uh, article from like. Dexerto. Uh, uh, I, I looked up that same thing. Yeah, that Hassan addressed the show's creation and said, "Quote: Hopefully, the fans feel the same way uh, regarding like Hassan making pop- politics cool or whatever." And then it goes on to say, "Before joking about H three losing fans to fellow podcaster Joe Rogan over their political stances." So I'm gonna uh, jump and in, then, right? and, then, and, then, and then quote: "They're all watching Joe Rogan in the hospital." as like you know a pretty much explicit dig on like people who like you know, Hassan didn't make politics cool that's not what he what what the dynamic is is Hassan looks like somebody who would be in special forces probably vote for Trump and all that crap but he's on the left and that's unusual so he's made he's made the image of a, a of somebody who's on the left cool and Ethan's super excited about it yeah, like he 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 has that that chatty, you know, like kind of mm-hmm. like hot guy look, and that's and that's and that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, like I think that, like if you put, if you if you <laughs> if you stripped Hassan, Ethan gets daddy vibes sh- from him, and you and you and you also stripped um, what's his name, Stephen Crowder, and you put them right next to each other, like physically, like they both look very similar and like it's almost like grifters on both sides just want like a Chad bro to like lead like a dominant it's like it's so funny because like you might like say that like the left is like a, you know like all about like abolishing the patriarchy but they still want like a chatty spokesperson to like bring their views to the table <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's and, that, and that's not to say that there's anything you know inherently patriarchal about like a man who has like you know like I don't know like something to bring to the table to that regard. No, but, but that's, I just think that's that the like, vibe he has. He's got a very yeah, I mean, like, it's daddy like, vibe. Yeah, like it's like they both like seem like it's like soft, toxic, in its masculine <laughs> uh, expression. You know, right? Acceptable levels, very soft. Acceptable levels, yeah. So yeah, do you know much about their announcement? I mean, like. I don't know. Uh, it's it's a weird thing to me because there's already so much of what they're going to be doing out there. I guess it's just going to be their brand. It's going to be like uh, the odd couple, I guess, really. That's the dynamic is like the odd couple take on uh, left-wing politics. Yeah, but the worst part about it is that Ethan's been pulling off the odd couple 
uh, you know, spiel like ever since, honestly, whenever he was primarily working with Ela on videos when he started out, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just been like a and, and and like it's it's like how sad, you know, like you were making like some great videos with you and your wife for so long, and now you've had to like reach out to. I mean, like you work with Trisha Paytas, like, like I feel like some people just kind of glaze over that in their heads. They just accept it as normal because it's like we we've seen so many videos with ethan and 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 trisha but it's like this was this was a duo that we never asked for and honestly like probably could have gone hassan and ethan no trisha and ethan yeah and 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 so like now that that's kind of happened it's like you kind of expect ethan now like it seemed natural for him to like go on to like another person it's like okay hassan you know like whatever but you know, it's like he, he he just forms these like squishes or like crushes, whatever you want to call them, on like you know these like people who are. Well, I think part um, of what Ethan does is just jump on whatever's hot, whatever's trendy. Yeah, and maybe there's part of that there, but I do think that it's deeper than that for Ethan. My take on this is that it's daddy vibes, and he's into it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, daddy, daddy memes are are real big right now. You know, actually, mommy memes are are on the upticker. Actually, there's a, I've been I've I've, I've been seeing more uh, mommy boy like you know like uh, you know like baby talk kind of like memes kind of like couldn't, popping in. And couldn't that there. be part of the dynamic here though? Is that you've got daddy, daddy, daddy vibes from Hassan and, D- and mommy vibes. Daddy government. Daddy government, and you get you get mommy vibes from the Ethan side of it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's that it's that it's that nurturing, you know, sort of like aspect. That's why it's called the leftovers, because you right. get you get you're getting fed those those great mommy leftovers, you know, daddy <laughs> leftovers. Yeah, daddy leftovers sound not nice. So, who do you think <laughs> will end up being the face of the show? Uh the face of the show you're asking mm-hmm. well i think the this is definitely like this question's leading somewhere by the way it's drawing hassan fans if they weren't already h3 fans like over to h3's channel more maybe they fell off h3 for some reason or whatever but i mean like you've got like fanboys of both parties so it's going to bring the fanboy culture we all know that fanboys and fangirls of certain you know political figures whether it's like joe rogan Mm -hmm. uh or whether it's like alexandria ocasio cortez and her like you know like uh social media engagement you know strategy you know it's like there's always like some kind of like agenda and it's like pushing like a political narrative and it's like i think a lot of people like whenever like joe rogan like had the opportunity actually to um you know do like an interview with joe biden or trump during that presidency i think that this is kind of where people are sort of like seeing like memetics is like taking you know a precedence and like being able to influence culture and i and i would i would i would take it even a step further something i kind of mentioned you know like i think in the beginning when i said that congress is already one step ahead of this because like you have actually like republican lawmakers who are doing who are who are using memetics uh, getting based it, with it, the it, memes it, yeah like you have marjorie taylor green like putting up like the scooby-doo meme uh with fred like revealing the identity of what the green new deal is and he takes off the mask and it's the communist party you of know, course like, that's been around for how long you know that you, meme i mean i think it feels like a couple years the the fred the, the scooby-doo one? yeah the scooby-doo communist meme. i mean like it's been a meme since scooby-doo was a thing you know it's like you know I'll, i would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for your meddling kids you know like that that's a phrase that's you know repeated in dialogue um maybe not so much today but like you know like the fred the fred meme is like as far as its existence and usage has gone it's mm-hmm. like a template right i don't know how many years it's been around like maybe a few years no i'm just knows. saying it feels like it's been it's been a, a minute and <clears throat> But it's now it's you also, it's now becoming you also had mainstream. Yeah, you also had uh, Joni Hurst in Iowa, who's a senator, using the Uno the Uno card meme. Right. Against against a, a Democratic uh, talking point. So, like my my whole point is like you see 
people like Ethan on the sidelines. You see people like Hassan on the sidelines. And they're over there like, okay, like, you know, Hassan's doing his political thing on Twitch, whatever. Like, right. Ethan talks about politics sometimes, but they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like our lawmakers are actually being more meme worthy than us right now. And we're supposed to be the, the internet clowns. So we're just going to start talking about politics because our politicians are already doing like our thing, you know, like they're, they're, right. they're stealing our, our, our thing, you know? Does that make sense? No, I'm just thinking about all this. It's, it's a uh, very interesting. You said, you yeah. said, you, you said you, 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 you had a point though, that you were bringing back up to all of it. Yeah. So my question was, who's going to end up being the face of the podcast? Um, the way I read that, that, um, post that you just referenced was it was kind of like Hassan was coming over to work with Ethan right even though they list him as the Twitch star the Twitch streamer mm-hmm. and they list Ethan as a podcaster YouTuber um, it, it it gave the angle of like Hassan's going to come over and work with Ethan I guess because it's you know Ethan's known for podcasts maybe maybe that's the whole thing but I think what's going to happen, like every, doesn't it seem like Ethan has a need for conflict with his co-stars or his partners on online? I don't know if that's part. Okay. So maybe that's part of the act or some people say the grift. Um, I just think that somebody's going to become the face of this, this duo and there will be tension and, and turmoil from that i'm just curious to know what will happen from that like is if hassan becomes the more popular of the two what's ethan going to do in in relation to that do you see where i'm going with this yeah like if uh like if if history history, right if history repeats and hassan star gets bigger you know like what's that about what's that going to look like well, I think that you're actually kind of onto something because in that first video that Ethan posted, I was kind of browsing the comments because uh, you know, like we all read YouTube comments, even as much as we say that like they're garbage. It's the best part. I don't, I don't believe anyone who says they don't read YouTube comments unless they're talking about their own videos. Then I can actually believe that. Um, but uh, a lot of a lot of the comments in that video were telling were people saying Ethan, shut up and stop interrupting Hassan. Well, some of that's artifice, though. Some of that's just the performative part of them get, being together, and that they're going to do that just to get people interested. And yeah, no, but more like, than just what they're, they're saying. Like, I I felt like I was getting from some of the audience comments that like they were basically saying like, Ethan, your interruptions are actually kind of annoying because I want to hear like the rest of what Hassan has to say or like make his point because mm-hmm. Ethan is selling Hassan as like, you know, like the like expert or like political guy, you know, or even just like the interpolator Daddy. of uh, Gen Daddy. Z humor. Daddy. 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 Donda. Hassan. Hassan Daddy. Donda, Donda. I mean, Ethan can just look at him with the big dreamy eyes. Hassan. <laughs> Is there room for me next to you in the bed? <laughs> hey, can you tell he let us stay in the other room tonight? Can I massage your feet while you talk about politics? <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. I think it's so interesting. I think it's just like, you know, Ethan, just like that one time whenever he... Uh, you know, challenged like Steven Crowder. And see, I, I really do feel like you know they sell it as like fun and games but like it kind of is like a soft war declaration on like the so-called like you know like free speech like red pill awakening among like you know like people like russell brand there you go or you said he announced it today you know it's so like it's almost like what was russell's actual announcement today just to tell everyone who doesn't know Oh, so I think Russell, I think he was just like talking about like some of like uh, the like past like Trump, like Russiagate conspiracies. And like, I think he was like talking about how like um, he was sort of like coming on to like the realization that the Democrats were like sort of peddling that narrative 
throughout the Trump years to try and like, you know, ultimately make him look bad. But there wasn't like any sort of like, uh, um, or like actual, he like, just said he, didn't you just say he just went, he just announced I'm red pilled now. I mean, basically it's like, Hey everyone, I'm red pilled. I think, I think, I think he's like, basically, uh, he's so he's saying everything but that because okay like news outlets are basically saying he's calling russia gate a democratic conspiracy which it is that's pretty red pilled to now publicly announce that on you on your media i mean that's yeah but yeah but think about it in like the terms of like you know time going by you know like how it took us a year to actually have a conversation about the coronavirus lab leak theory because everyone thought it was xenophobic Mm -hmm. uh during during trump's presidency it's like in the future like please come back like watch this video come visit me in 10 years and laugh in my face and say i was so wrong if you feel so strong about it but 10 years from now no one's going to deny that russia gate was just a democratic conspiracy and and anyone who believed it they're either just going to not accept it and they're going to try to keep like you know um denying it or yo hold up you know who will keep denying it who the leftovers (laughs) <laughs> they won't even care. They'll 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 probably be like, I can't even remember what 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 happened during that. Like, who was even saying that? You know, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. those those gaslight, or they'll be like most people true gaslight. Today, It'll be a gaslight thing. Or or they'll 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 be like most people today who say like I was against like the or the Afghanistan uh, war and intervention. Whenever like everyone and their mother was like for getting involved in that like twenty years ago. Everyone likes to pretend like they weren't for Afghanistan, but it's like where. How old were you? I mean, I feel like the only people who can get away with saying they weren't for it are people like me who don't even remember 9-11 that well. I was like four years old. So, uh, honestly, like 9-11 has no, like, uh, significant impact on me. I, ha- I have no animosity. I have, Honestly, I don't really care about 9-11. It's sad, but I really don't care about it. I like le- I like learning about it, but it has, it has no, like, emotional oomph to me. Uh uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll just go ahead and like. Well, it should because arre- we arre- arrest myself. <laughs> it should it should, Officer K. And the reason is is we were over there for uh, twenty years, and you know we lost a bunch of people, and people lost their their body parts and their sanity, and and in the end, the Taliban ended up on the on the top position with a bigger air force than most of our allies, so. I mean, in the in the modern context, it should matter. But I see what you're saying the, as far as like the actual event back in the day. Yeah, I get that. But like, the actual the whole the whole arc of it though, it, it does have consequences. Because we oh, screwed, yeah, it, we screwed it up. Oh yeah, 100%. It does. I'm just saying that like, there's people today that full on supported getting involved in Afghanistan. And then after it happened, they have the ability to like pretend like they're like, I was never for it in the first place. And I'm like, I feel like I have more ability to be admissive of that because I never had like any like sort of like, you know, urge inside of me that was like, yeah, we need to get back at these people. Right. Whereas they, they more than, they more than likely did because a lot of America was mad yeah, at they that were. point in time. And like, I'm just saying like, I have the virtue of like not having to like have the emotional, um, like difficulty to, to, to go through. It's like, you know, like imagine like, you know, like some like man, like, you know, like murdered your, like your daughter or something. And it's like, you have to like justify like restraint and like not going after him after he does that or something, you know? Uh, I just don't have like any, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, kind of a virtue. Right. It's a more, it's more of like, a, it's more of like a privilege, I guess. Um, yeah, but like, but but I, I feel like I, I we we kind of lost focus of the of the, of the point is that like so many people like just given the benefit of like time and space in between certain things, like you know most people will look back at a lot of the things today that we disagreed on as like really silly, and we'll probably have like some more universal consensus of it all uh, as time goes on. So I'm trying to think about these guys, the leftovers. Um, I think the way this happened, 
the origin story of the leftovers is um Hassan and Ethan were having a sleepover at Hassan's house. And there was only one <laughs> one pillow. And in order to settle the disagreement over who got the pillow, because uh, Hassan's easily going to be able to take out Ethan, but they wanted to do it diplomatically because they're, you know, they care. They're empathetic. They're, they're from the left. Uh, Hassan said, well, we'll watch the Expendables. And Ethan said, that's a great idea. Well, well, hang on. Let's, 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 let's role play real quick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be Hassan. Okay. Hey, Ethan, you want to watch the Expendables? Uh, yeah. Um, whatever you say, Daddy. All right. Here, let me don't, just get my. Uh, don't leave me hanging. Let me let me, let me just get my uh, tax the rich butt plug and. Uh, <laughs> tax. The rich butt plug. <laughs> oh wait, there it is in your we'll butt. Start. Bend over so I can pull it out. <laughs> Yo, but like, what if like? No, but I'm serious. I'm serious. They 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 what took. If, what if Hassan mm-hmm. is taxing the rich and he's getting Ethan's, uh, like he's 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 getting something from from Ethan. He's getting like some subsidies or something. That's a good point. He's taxing but... him. So Hassan is taxing the rich, i.e., Ethan, by working with him and making Ethan pay him an exorbitant amount to be his friend i don't know if that's actually happening but i think that they were so inspired by the name the expendables that they had to come up with their left like a very weak version of that from the left so we're not expendables we're leftovers and ethan just thought that that was daddy's best idea ever that's my that's, yeah, that's think, my that's my guess on what happened with the leftovers title. I mean, it takes it takes a lot of courage to like give yourself like a political pun name, but also like there was like a interesting show like just like a few years ago on HBO called The Leftovers and I feel like The Leftovers and like everything else is just kind of like I don't know, it's 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 so it's so quirky it's so tongue-in-cheek that like you can't you can't like get upset about it because it's like oh like they're just you know they're just like irony playing you know it's it's all cute and fun and games and like we all we we all know at the end of the day we're like united over our one like agreement that we think that the real idiots are like are the people on the right you know like from 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 their perspective right exactly Well, I think there's probably I'm just gonna guess and, and say that somebody if they, they probably think there's like a bigger show in the wings. Um, like I don't know, somebody some big platform, HBO might pick them up, right? Maybe uh offer them their own Saturday night leftover show. More than more than just web. Yeah, like I mean I think that this is like the reason why I really think that Hassan's like working with him is like, like their their stage setup is so so good. Like they have like an incredible um, uh, display for everything that they're doing like on the on on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I I think that with the advent of cable news, kind of like slowly waning. You know, it, it it's it, it's continued down this like moderately slow like you know enduring death. Um, you know, CNN has had a track record in the past year of terrible ratings. A lot of other networks are struggling to stay afloat. Legacy news is having a hard time because people are tuning out because there's I mean like there's even um what is it on like nbc or is it cbs they have like a cartoon like parody of like the news what's that show called um cartoon i don't know i'm i, I want to say it's on one of like the major networks where like they actually do uh oh wait 
I think th- yeah, I think it's on. I think it's on CBS. Yeah, it's called. Uh, is it called Tuning Out the News? That sounds appropriate. Wait. I like that. Oh no, that's Stephen Colbert's thing. Have you watched? Have, have they actually posted any of their content for leftovers? Yeah, they did their first episode. I think. Have you watched any of it? Yeah, and that's why I'm talking about like how I really think that Hassan is being paid to do this because he talks about how he works like a lot and like how he streams like every day of the week. And if Hassan was able to like go and like you know get like his like big mansion that he just got like I can't remember how much it was it was like in the millions. Um, yeah, I'm not sure it was a like, big mansion. I think it was under four thousand square foot. So, I mean, that's a big size house for one person, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but like if he was able to get that like just through like Twitch streaming like I don't know why he would agree to do something with Ethan um, just like for free clout I don't know like I mean like he's he has enough clout as it is mm, you can like, never have too much clout I feel like they gotta be sharing like ad revenue or something on those videos. Though. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not it's not a, he's showing up for a paycheck at all. There's no way, no way. Absolutely not. In fact, I I would wager. I wouldn't really wager. I would I would guess that if um, Hassan just ducks out and wants to be producer of this thing, that he can insert somebody else and still make his money. Oh, you're saying that like if Hassan like wants to back out of this, like Ethan could choose anyone else to join. But I bet Hassan still makes money off the, you know, like first, first dollar or whatever. You know, he probably gets money quick. Yeah. From the ad revenue, all that, show promotion, sponsorship, whatever. Yeah, it's it's, smart it's really interesting. You know, like I uh, I think that it'll definitely attract. Uh, liker like like people who like them and people who also hate them you know and just kind of like what you know like you were saying yeah hate watching watching people love to hate watch especially ethan he's he's got it down to like an art um i don't hate watch ethan but i there's certain episodes or certain times where it turns into that for ethan because and not anymore actually that was in the beginning but i don't know I, i think there that's definitely part of his audience though are hate are hate watchers. Probably I don't I have not watched any of Hassan's stuff, so I don't know on that realm, but I I bet you he's got hate watchers too. He's had he's had to have had that, right? Yeah. I think uh I started hate watching Hassan very early on, so I just put it to like a halt and I just What did you like... not like? I just didn't like his arguments and like I felt disturbed by the fact that there were so many people who were watching him and like consuming his like ideas. Um and not and that's not and that's not to say that they can't do that. Like I I think that anyone should be able to go out and consume like, you know, like even like the worst ideas as long as it doesn't lead to like any sort of like great harm. But I just disagree with him so wholeheartedly and i don't think that he is actually well educated and a lot of give me one thing specific so for example like i think that his like ideas about like socialism are only backed in a vacuum of like uh rhetoric that is just like um completely like positive for you know like because he knows that there's so much like negative like detractors of like the of the ideas that he espouses that he re-ups on, you know, like these, like, you know, like, you know, righteous causes that like, uh, you know, over like, you know, like Medicare for all and like other sorts of like, you know, like, you know, big ideas that like everyone like loves the concept of because it has this like sort of like, you know, grandstanding, like, you know, like this is better for all of us sort of thing. But in reality, like he, just like anyone else, you know, who is sort of participating in like our current like economic model, it's like, regardless of whether or not you like pull on back socialism, like you are forced and you are forced to be a capitalist. You are, you are, you are forced to be like Bernie Sanders is a capitalist because he exists 
even though he professes socialist ideas and he would prefer them as I guess that's like what he espouses. I'm going to make a distinction. He, let me he make, exists, let he me, exists in a capitalist framework. And, and it's, let me but, make a distinction. It's, import, it's important to realize that we cannot even, uh, we can't, we cannot even attain socialism in this, in this society because we live in a capitalist society. Dude. And so there's, and so, and so, and so we have a roof that we hit over the head and it's called capitalist realism. And that's whenever we get into this portion where we're like, oh, we can't even get to the socialist ideas that we aspire to have because we're trapped in a capitalist framework. So all, so all socialists are capitalists and all of those people are fascist. That, that's really how it shakes out. All the elites within the socialist structure, framework, whatever, at the top, they're all capitalists. But they want to control the capital. Therefore, mm -hmm. you can't have control over the capital without being fascist. It's pretty simple. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's kind of like this, like, idea of, like, you know, um, you know, like, it's, 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 it's a fascist, a fascistic statement to say, like, once a fascist, always a fascist, I will never, like, be able to forgive you, you know, for, 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 for being a fascist. It is inherently fascistic to say that so it, it's like kind of like you know you're sort of like using like wordplay to uh exercise like a rules for thee not for me or so yeah exactly yeah so i think i think what happens is <clears throat> these people they they basically ag agitate to get in control of <clears throat> Excuse me. They agitate to get in, can, in control of like narratives and and uh, e economies and things like that. In order for them to be it, you know, obviously a capitalist in the process, but in the end, it's about control. They get they get <clears throat> they get they get to LARP uh, for you know super chats and donations. <laughs> super chats. Sorry, my yeah. I mean, it's like it's like oh my god, like. Literally, like, go lift weights, read Karl Marx, read Hegel, like, do all that, you know, preach about how, like, you know, capitalism drools, socialism rocks, you know, like, bro, we got hammers and sickles. Those are badass. You know, like, all of that stuff. It's all, it's all uh, performative, you know, because at the end of the day, and it's like, you know, people argue, it's like, well, it it obviously has some performative component because we live in a capitalist structure. So these people, I mean, it's not their fault that they have to, you know, uh, you know, exist in a capitalist framework and, you know, but, 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 the, but the real desire is to be, you know, true socialists or, or social Dems, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well, it's easy to say that while you're reaping the benefits of capitalism for the so-called, like I, idealist notions that you're like striving towards but if you're not if you're like running on a treadmill and you're like eventually i'm gonna get to socialism look at me i'm running towards socialism everyone's cheering you on but you're not actually getting there you're just kind of you know putting on a show point being that both these people hassan piker and ethan klein <clears throat> have made lots of money and influence from their enterprises online espousing those same views Right. That's basically what you're you're laying out. Is yeah. That, is that they want to virtue the, the one way, but then actually um, benefit financially. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And um, it's something that will always be uh, met with defense. Whenever you point out that uh, aspect of it, people will say, you know, just like the last argument I just gave, like a second ago. Um, you know, it's, it's all, um, it's, it's, it, it's all very like easily defensible in the eyes of people who don't, you know, like see it because everyone, you know, like sort of, uh, you know, wants to believe that like somebody who's like, you know, preaching their ideas, but it's like, you know, another thing that, um, you know, it, like, like, like it exists like on the right. Like it exists where there's people who profess right wing ideas and they like 
you know, they run like social media accounts, they go fishing, they, they go and they buy property. Um, they live this like lifestyle where they like show like they're like, you know, like living like on the land and like doing the stuff that's like off grid and like, you know, like, you know, it's all selling this idea of, you know, like what it's like to be like a gun toting, like, you know, uh, constitutionalist, you know, Republican, you know, like, oh, like I'm a hot chick and I'm going to read the Federalist Papers, you know, like it exists. And I hate right wing grifting almost as much as I hate uh, left wing grifting because I think it's, you know, like kind of just annoying. You know, in making my like, documentary, I ran into I didn't know it existed, um, you know, because I went into it as an independent minded artist and I came up, you know, smacked me in the face with the grifting. And it was actually very shocking. It does exist. It definitely does exist. I mean, mm -hmm. in more forms than what you laid out just now. But I think it's more, it's more, it's more of a form. It's more true to form, I guess, from like a leftover standpoint, a left standpoint. Yeah, it's like, um, like, do you know who uh, Kimberly Classic uh, is? The name rings a bell. Well, uh, do you know who can who you're, like you know who Candace Owens is, right? Yeah, I've heard that. I know I know who she is. So, uh, Kimberly Klasik, she's like uh, Fox News, um, uh, like occasional like guest on like things, but she was also a uh, um, a candidate uh, for Congress in Maryland, right? Uh, who lost her uh, bid. And uh, she recently sued Candace Owens because uh, Owens alleged that Klasik uh, committed campaign fraud mm -hmm. and money laundering. And uh, basically, like, Owens was, like, out here, like, saying that, like, Kimberly Klasik isn't a real conservative. She's basically just, like, putting on, like, a grift for, like, people to say, like, oh, like, here I am, like, right. uh, like, a, like a black, like, Republican woman who's, like, running for Congress in Maryland. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like, there was some allegation that she by by Owens that she was um, laundering and uh, using the funds like illegally and like also saying that she used drugs and also right. uh, also said that she was a madam of a of, of a strip club. That's a and, lot. And uh, I mean, I I mean, I'm not saying that anything that Candace Owens is saying is uh, true. Uh, I mean, for all I know, uh, Owens could be participating in a grift of her own. I mean, I wouldn't uh, put it past her. Uh, but I think that at the end of the day, what you like, like see here is it's like kind of like how you've made some mentions to me um, that if I can just like reference it in the most uh, lightest of like ways where like people in certain communities um, in the rightosphere like have this beef between like one another. Um, you know, and I'll, 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 I'll kind of leave it at that, but it's like, you know, it's like, okay, if you guys are supposed to be like on the same side, why are you, why, why is this infighting going on? You know, like, um, and I think the same thing exists, you know, like, you know, like Hassan Piker, like he, uh, used to be with the young Turks and now he's no longer with them. You know, he probably had to have seen some sort of like disagreement or like, uh, even if it wasn't like an extreme disagreement, it was something, you know, like, of like, Oh, I don't really want to be doing what I'm doing right now with this company. You know, I, like, I want to be doing my, I don't own, know about that. I, you know, my sense of it is that <clears throat> he's got a rising star and it's apparent. And I think that's why Ethan's latching onto him, but I think that's, it's probably part of why he's no longer with the young Turks. If he's not is because he's like Michael Jackson with the Jackson fives. And he's like, I don't need you. You know, I'm the star. I bring all, I bring the audience. I bring the entertainment value. Uh, you know, I, I'm producing the good content. I don't need your baggage. So I'm guessing that's kind of, the, you know, why he went off and did uh, Twitch. You know, it's easy. When you have that kind of a talent, that kind of a singular talent to attract an audience and get a message out there, it's like, I don't need the Young Turks. They're going to hold me back. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't need you shank and your strange ideas about bestiality. <laughs> what? I I can't remember what exactly it was, but I think Shank Uger said something weird one time. 
in regards to bestiality. Let's see if we can find it. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, don't uh, don't use the goat for a while. <laughs> <laughs> giggity, giggity. Okay, dim congressional candidate Shank Uger once said he would legalize bestiality. Oh, is this off Reddit? This is actually a Daily Caller article. Hmm. But I think I actually remember seeing this clip one time where, like, he, like, says it and, like, even <laughs> like like the a people Reddit that post. he's, like... That's funny. No, like, you know, like, he says it, like, on the Young Turks and, like, I think, like, the some of the women that he was, like, saying it alongside of were, like, kind of, like... Yeah, like, uh, there's, like, a tweet about it and, like, people are, like, taking quotes from the clip and they were, like... Like even the young Turks folks are really like, are saying what to what Shank is saying and I mean you know I don't know what like, in some countries I guess right yeah some countries I, don't know. I it's think like, it's kind of funny that's your options you know you're out in the field oh apparently Bernie Sanders retract, retracted an endorsement of Shank Yoger Shank Yoger at some point is he really running for office did I hear that right he was he lost to who for what L A Wait, is he? I thought he was in Los Angeles. Wait, let me see if he actually. I I thought that election came and went. Let me... Let's see. He. Yeah, it's it, it was last year. That's quite a platform, bestiality. Yeah, quite. I'm sure he won the goat vote. Bro, he is the goat. Um, yeah, actually, I, you know, somebody in my family because we're here in Oklahoma. Um, did I tell you this story? I don't know. We actually had a goat um, situation with somebody who's a drifter coming onto the property. No, I'm I'm serious. Coming onto the property and having. bestiality with goats on your property well it wasn't my property but it's family member it's really sad they caught him they caught him on the camera and then they had to stop him they went in there and stopped him and uh the police came took him away and i'm not kidding he came back and did it again they caught him again he came oh <laughs> uh, i'm sorry and it's not to get very graphic but it wasn't from the normal position a goat would assume. It's from, you know, <laughs> it's not even worth repeating. It is it is really weird. And anyway, the guy finally got charged. And uh, I don't know what happened from there. But so anyway, it's not that's not even something I would really want to joke about too much. It's just it's really gross. It's uh, oh, yeah, it's nasty. I don't understand why he would like come out for that oh i think it's hilarious to joke about though i mean i feel bad for the animals but like you know if somebody's gonna go out that far and like actually you know like perform the act like i think that they deserve to be the butt of it you're right if somebody could handle the joke right it'd be fine like tim Dillon, he could probably make the joke work i just don't know that i could make the joke work yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna work on that one yeah. So anyway, what else Very, about the leftovers? Is that, that about it for now? I mean, do we want to revisit this after maybe we've watched some stuff and some things have happened and there's been some response? Yeah, I mean, I'm expecting, you know, like maybe there's going to be like, you know, I think that, you know, Joe Rogan uh, is a is a is a headline maker in the mainstream media because, you know, to quote Seinfeld, you know, the media is essentially hanging on like a cockroach clinging to a sewer grate. I think it goes like this. You know, basically the media is like a cockroach hanging on to the sewer grate. That sounds pretty good. Although, wait, I think that was Kramer that said that. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. It was Elaine was talking. I can't was do saying to... Yeah. Anyways. Um... Yeah, no, I mean, I think that, like, you know, so Joe Rogan makes headlines in the mainstream media. You know, he takes ivermectin. You know, they write something. He, uh, 
Right. I don't know. You know, he said he says something controversial. They write something. Uh, I did see Hassan making fun of that on his Instagram. I did look at that. What did you say? Well, you want me to look it up real quick? Like, what was he making fun of in regards to that? Uh, I'll look it up real quick. Uh, I think he was doing some like Chad looking workout thing, and uh, he made a remark about out here taking uh, cow paste. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. I'll I'll make sure what I know what I'm talking about here. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, man, it's so funny. Like, I think that it's, I think that it's it's funny that uh, like leftists like think that it's funny to uh, like it's kind of like okay, like it's hilarious that Ben Garrison is like treating his COVID infection right now using beet juice okay tell everyone, uh, tell everyone who that is ben garrison is uh you've probably seen his comics out there before um he he, he makes political comics and they are uh just absurdly like rooted in like just partisan display like you know against like the biden administration against like democrats and stuff like that okay um but in some of his like uh comics like really like fringe like on the conspiracy like territory i found and, the, uh, i found the post by the way okay yeah you want to show it yeah Black yeah group. he's uh oh he's pushing that sled you see that oh so it's weird. He really does look like Steven Crowder, especially from the, like, if you look at his butt. Yeah, especially from like, the butt. Right there, that's the, that's the Crowder. that Crowder butt. That's the Crowder butt. It's kind of like muscular, but a little oversized also. It's uh, pushing sleds and taking horse meds. And he's all sweaty. With, and, and then <laughs> you get the Crowder butt shot. That's amazing. Like, if you put, if you did one of those... Um, Altered, uh, what do they call that? The deep fake. You could do a deep fake and it would be seamless. Okay, here we go. See, I think it'd be funnier if Hassan was actually taking horse meds. Like, you know, don't don't come out here claiming to be like, you know, it's kind of like rappers, you know, like whenever like they like, you know, like sip, you know, like codeine or like perp or whatever. Right. And, you know, like they're like. Bro, like he's straight up dressing it. like me. But no, dude, like if you're, no, but like if you were like, Okay, so if you were rapping about drinking lean, but mm -hmm. you weren't actually drinking lean, then what like what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? It's like if Hassan's out here pushing, you know, like you know, like mowers or like whatever, um, whatever the hell he was pushing, um, and he's you know joking about taking horse medicine. Um, I'm sorry, bro. That's not funny. Take the medicine, then it'll be funny. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, eating like a hot pepper challenge or something. You know, it's like, don't tell me you ate the hot pepper. I want to see you like eat the hot pepper. I want to know, you know. I have a really serious question. Maybe some investigative reporter could dig into this. But, you know, he's wearing he's wearing the camo here. He's trying to look like a total Chad. Does he wear underwear like a real commando? No underwear. That's a good question. Well, I mean, he, he won't free? even take the horse pill, so... So he's not balls free here. He just has that look. Like, no one Yeah, does. he's straight up... He's, he's straight up rocking, like, that, like, security net. You know, like, just straight up wearing underwear like a normie. He's got the uh, I shoot rifle glasses going. <laughs> and the uh, uh, Carhartt workwear and then the uh chuck taylor's and camo pants so he's definitely been you know i wonder go ahead i wonder if uh his son and ethan could like actually like uh like and stop the like the like sale of like guns and like weapons in like the united states if like they like did like an episode where like they went to like the shooting range and like they just made shooting guns look like the most like lame thing in the world. Like they might, they might be able to like successfully like 
deter people from going out to the store and, and buying weaponry. They might make people kill themselves, actually. Oh, shit. I don't know. I'm going to have to watch that's, the show and, and then come back with a more informed opinion on it. Oh, no. I mean, like, it seems like it's going to be, like, a funny show. Super interested in the aesthetics that develop from this. Like I said, I just think that they're going to try to make headlines. Together? If they, can, if they can get the mainstream media to report about it, then it then it has done something that is Joe Rogan level, you know? Do you think that's um, that's what the CIA is trying to do here? <laughs> They're trying to create their, like, headline puppet to challenge Joe Rogan? Is that the play? Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I, I think the CIA is trying to, like, uh, you Interesting. know, I hadn't thought essentially of that. say, like, you know, hey, like, we're going to try to, like, infiltrate a popular meme brand vein and uh, be like, hey, de-rad- or, I mean, uh, or radicalization isn't cool, guys. Let's uh, use our uh, brand spokes, uh, you know, hips, hip, hip guys to, uh, to sell our, um, our soft pill to everyone to, uh, you know, restore faith. What do you in, think the first headline in, is to come something. out of this duo? What's that? The the first headline, leftovers aren't just for for tomorrow from leftovers are uh best served hot. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of like how they would spin. I don't know. I think I think if they get like uh that was stupid. Some, they, <laughs> something something better than that, obviously. Well, I, I, that, that, that's actually a good segue because, you know, they could, speaking of hot, they could have AOC come on the show. Oh, you know, that's already probably planned. She's there in spirit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's, she's, I mean, I wonder if she like reposted the uh, announcement trailer, but probably not. She's, she's not, she's not quite like at the level of like straight up endorsement. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if she had like a campaign that was coming up or if she like, had like a certain you know it just it it feels like if conservatives are going to bring out the memes inside you know congress and in the senate um you know it's it's pretty much just like you know like you know a fuck all moment of like you know like oh my gosh like look at what the you know right is doing like we got to be you know like we because like that was like the whole thing of like you know trump winning like 2016 it was like the left couldn't meme you know like whatever that that whole like you know explanation was that was uh 2016 that was before 2016 and then all of trump's presidency because he was so effective at that on twitter and even just in live performance like live live speeches he would just do it And I guess the yeah. I guess the uh, the reaction on the right also to <clears throat> those years kind of created that whole narrative. Yeah, I can't wait for the comments in this video to say that we're the ones that can't meme. <laughs> since uh, we since we since we've taken the over analytical approach. Yeah, I I just I think the me might the initial me might be that anyone who's on the leftovers is a CIA asset, like the host, the guest, all the commenters, they're They'll like probably CIA bots. Mark, mark my words. They'll start calling their, like their fans as like, they're kind of like, uh, um, as like, as like, as like their like inclusivity bit. Like they'll probably start calling them like, like, like our little age, our little agents or something. You know, just like Charlie XCX calls like her fans like her angels, and so like, try to own it. You're saying just try to own the whole. Lady Gaga like calls them like they're monsters, and you know, Nicki Minaj has the barbs. Except I'd rather be a barb than like a leftovers stand. <laughs> leftovers stand. Uh, God, it's just it's such a it's such an interesting name. 
It's not. It's not terrible. It's just interesting. It's, it's like, not mm. tough enough to be Expendables. That's my whole point. It's not cool enough to be Expendables, so they went with leftovers. Man, speaking of all these leftovers, I am like kind of getting hungry, so I might, I might hop out. That's a good reason food. to end the pod. Yeah, I think I think I think I think that's the only way we can we can end this pod. All right, so it's been very uh, very fun to discuss uh, Hassan Piker and Ethan uh, Klein and their new enterprise leftovers. We will revisit we'll this. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, we're gonna revisit this. I think later on. So, um, yep. All right, Officer K, let's talk later. Stay tuned. You for guys, more. you guys, tune in to Exvala. Check me out on social media. Look for Officer K online and uh, let us know what you think. Peace out. Outro.